0: Welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a man whose parents set him up for greatness by giving him the best name ever, my friend Josh. What's up, man? How are you? I'm not too bad. Yourself? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. So tell people a little bit about yourself. All
1: right. Well, my name's Josh. I'm an army brat, former obsessed book reader, uh, video game player, pretty much just kind of kick around, started getting into D&D recently joke about everything. <laughs> I, I I will not find anything in the world super serious. I will make a joke about anything regardless of how funny or unfunny it is. Um. So
0: what do you mean former?
1: <laughs> I used to read all the damn time, but unfortunately, because of work, I never really have much time. So I've stopped reading as much and it Pains me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so now you're the reader, formerly known as Prince. Is that what you say? Basically. Gotcha. Like I
1: I used to always have a book or two underneath my belt. I used to always have all these books. Like if I ran out of something new, I had my standbys that I'd go back to and reread. Mm. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the most read book I've ever owned. How many times you How many times do you think you read that? Probably close to twenty.
0: Wow. Really? Holy crap, man. It used to be like at least. <clears throat> probably about twice a year i would read it wow okay well that's a good book that's a solid book i don't know if i can read it 20 times but you know hey we're different people different strokes for different folks it's so
1: good it's so funny i mean growing up reading that and listening to the podcast or podcast listening to the radio broadcast listening to the you know watching the movie playing the video game like yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's bound to happen oh it was bound to happen it's okay there'll be more coming there'll be more coming i'll probably just leave that one in because that made me laugh uh well besides being an uh, an ex-avid reader you uh you're actually the fun thing i want to talk about is you're not from here uh, you bring this up all the time people who know josh they've probably heard him say the word texas um he's basically like sandy from uh spongebob he's always talking about texas and i'm tired of hearing a dumb old texas now uh but i've got a bunch of questions because hey, i'm not from texas i am from savannah georgia born and raised so what was your upbringing like where, where Where are you actually from? So I was born in Fort Leavenworth,
1: Kansas, Mm -hmm. Army brat. Um, That's where my mom was stationed when she had me after that. Like we weren't there for very long. Then we got moved to Alaska, Um, lived in Alaska for a very little bit of time. I was way too young to remember any of it, unfortunately. (laughs) So all I've got are all the weird stories and anecdotes from my youth that I have no recollection of. (laughs) Um, We've lived in Blue Springs, Missouri. El Paso, Texas; San Antonio, Texas; Houston, Texas; Savannah and uh, Hinesville, multiple times. uh, Moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, when we were you know somewhere stable for a while, we were pretty much going on vacation like every year. So we traveled a good bit. The only places I've not really been are the extreme northeast, the extreme northwest of the continental u.s and then anywhere outside of the u.s
0: yeah you've never left the u.s no unfortunately really. oh, you gotta change that man come on what are we doing after this
1: hey i've that's <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about trying to take vacation time next year and actually leave the country for yeah
0: a that'd be fun man that'd be fun uh well growing up uh spending a lot of time you named texas a whole bunch of times so like um how long did you live there conglomerately? like
1: oh my lord um so I was in El Paso from kindergarten through the middle of sixth grade. It was actually spring break when we moved. And then moved back to San Antonio for about three years, two years um, during high school. And then after that, we moved back there for about 10. So probably close to 20 years. Wow, man. over half my life. So does
0: that mean you're uh, officially a Texan? Is it like a chart that you got to hit or like...
1: Uh, I wish I could say yes. Uh, for the longest time, Texas felt like home, despite all the stupid stuff that happens there. Just like all the stupid stuff that happens in every state. Yeah. But... I I would not consider myself a Texan, unfortunately. My brother more so, just because he was actually born in San Antonio.
0: Oh, uh, okay, I got you. Because see, I didn't know you always you always hear like because everyone from Texas, I've never I've I've been through it like when I was a kid, um, but everyone from Texas is just like Texas is the best best state ever, and they're like I'm a Texan. Everything about me is Texan. You cut me open, and there's just a little symbol of Texas. Or just you know. just, the, just the Lone Star <laughs> yeah, right there man. where my heart's supposed to be. <laughs> So what was it like growing up there? Because you spent 20 years, man. That's, 20, that's most of your life. Oh, God. It was hot. <laughs> like, El
1: Paso, Texas is right on the border of Mexico by Juarez. Mm-hmm. It's right in the middle of a desert. Nice. So it is burning hot and super dry, and it is bland as hell because everything's dying. <laughs> but you look at, like, San Antonio, where even though it's pretty much in the middle of the state, mm. they get all that Gulf Stream breeze, so they get all that moisture, so it's nice and beautiful, and it's rainy, and it goes from either super hot to super cold. And that's in, like, two days. <laughs> so, like, literally, they, they, there have been days where it's been in, like, the 80s in the wintertime, and in the very next day, there's ice all
0: over the ground. Wow, that's sounds terrible <laughs> it's only good if you're adaptable yeah well you know that's that thing they always say about savannah you know if you don't like the weather just wait five, five minutes yeah, yeah whatever i've been waiting i say this joke all the time but i've been waiting 30 years and the weather has not gotten to a way where i like it because it's too hot and too muggy you keep talking about this dry heat i keep hearing telltale of this dry heat like it's pretty good my heat I, it sucks so you said it was really hot which is worse say when you're over there in hell of texas um or if you're here in savannah georgia I would say it's worse out in El Paso mm. because
1: it's so dry you just dehydrate. Yeah, when it's humid like out here, it sucks. Yeah, it's muggy, it's sticky, <laughs> and it feels so much hotter. But you're not dying. <laughs> I mean, you're you're, you're, <laughs> you're literally dying over there. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're you're losing all of your moisture. <laughs> you know, humans are seventy percent water. Mm-hmm. You live out in El Paso, you're losing that 70%. You need to keep drinking.
0: (laughs) El Paso wins are like 50% water. At best. At best. At best. (laughs) So were you like a city boy or like a country girl or what were you, man? (laughs) El El Paso's not a
1: big city, but it's definitely bigger than like, you know, or at least at that age, it seems like it's a lot bigger than Savannah. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely prefer the cities, especially San Antonio, seventh largest city in the U.S. It's one I always talk about, you know. Freaking, you go there and it's just, it's packed, but there's always stuff to do. There's always concerts, there's always events. Like out here, it's like, okay, there'll be five events, but there'll be five events, but they're all in like one weekend. Yeah. Versus out there, it's like, well, I want to go to this event, but I'm busy, but next weekend has an event and the weekend after has an event. And it, like, there's always something to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've got much bigger museums than they have out here and i love museums oh yeah um like i mean out there they had like the the van gogh exhibit Mm -hmm. and i van gogh is my favorite artist Mm -hmm. so i had to go when i was out in houston and it it hit houston it hit you know san antonio it hit atlanta yeah
0: but fuck savannah (laughs) savannah doesn't get anything like i don't know like I think part of the reason why, like, Savannah doesn't get as much stuff is because they they strive so hard to keep it historic or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we can't get all this stuff because we wanted to keep the cobblestones and all the buildings got to be a certain color and we can't touch those trees and we got to do this, we got to do that. And, like, I'm always like, but, yeah, but you can get more people here. So they finally started adding. We actually went last night to the, you know, the uh what do you call like a plant riverside district and it's like super nice but also it's the opposite of what i like like they're bringing all this stuff but they're bringing all this like bougie stuff and i don't want bougie i want like huge venues give me give me a gigantic venue so that way i can get a gigantic band to come here (laughs) when was the
1: last time that savannah actually had a big concert at the convention center that wasn't country
0: yeah yeah or elton john or elton he always comes
1: (laughs) i mean I'm, i'm okay with elton john yeah I mean, he's gotten
0: old, but you yeah. know, still still good. Too. Yeah. But that's like the main, when I think of like the big events that have, it would be Elton John and some country guy. I'm just like, who? What? I was <laughs> like, I, I remember when,
1: you know, historic Grayson Stadium had uh, Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan come in. Uh-huh. That was like a big thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but when are we going to have more of that? That's never going to happen. <laughs> Versus, again, like, you know big cities like texas atlanta you know has big concerts freaking jacksonville mm-hmm. which is it's so weird because i always think jacksonville's about the same size as savannah but it, yeah. i guess it's bigger i guess i mean i never go there because <laughs> why would i cuz it's it's somehow worse yeah. <laughs> but jacksonville like, gets the, all the events the, too the further man. south you go on 95 the the lower the quality of <laughs> everything gets
0: of just life in general yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um, how are the people out in out in Texas? Are they all just awful? Do they all just drive like gigantic trucks?
1: Yes and no. Yeah. It's it's that's one of those weird things like, you know, big cities, it's very very urban, which is always a good thing. Like you've got people from all kinds of walks of life from not even just this country, you've got from all these other countries. Mm-hmm. And the the food is so much better than you'll get in a stagnant little area. The the you know, venues again, the You know, all the events Mm -hmm. like they've they've got, you know, Chinese heritage celebrations, Greek heritage celebrations. And it's like everything's just so amazing and all the stuff you can get exposed to. And that lies in the weirdness of Texas Mm -hmm. is like so much of Texas is rural. Yeah. So much that they dominate the landscape, Mm -hmm. you know, political and economic and everything. But the cities are very, very eclectic. Mm -hmm. So you get, but of course, since all the cities are where everything's at, all the people come into the cities. So yes, you get huge ass trucks, (laughs) you get, you know, sports cars that are worth more than a house. Yeah. You know, you get dinky little hatchbacks that, you know, (laughs) somebody's owned for like 50 years. Yeah. It's, it's such a broad area. That it's really difficult to describe and it's really difficult to comprehend sometimes Mm -hmm. because everybody wants to paint Texas as, oh, well, they're just a bunch of, you know, cowboys and just a bunch of racists. They're just a bunch of this, that and the other. And it's like you can't you can't do that. Yeah. Because it has everybody. It has all the good, all the bad. Yeah. All the weird, all the stuff you've never
0: experienced. (laughs) So that's what that's the kind of stuff I wanted to kind of get into, because it's like. What, like you said, exactly when I think of Texas, I just think of like, like that's all I ever think of. Right? Whenever you say Texas, that's what I think of every single time, regardless so like when I'm picturing you out in San Antonio, you have a cowboy hat on. Every time, it's just like you're ready to go. It's like it's part of like the garb, you know what I mean? But there's so much more, just like Savannah. You know, Savannah has its, um we, we live in the South, so it's that whole thing. But also like there's like little pockets of fun here and there. You just got to know exactly where to look, you know? Uh, but I just, I find all that stuff kind of fascinating because like, like it's, As someone who's spent 20 years of their life there, you have a more broad understanding of what it means to be a, even though you said you're not, a Texan. You know, it's not just big trucks and, and giant, I don't even know, the, the, Stakes. The funny thing I always
1: think of when I think of the way people view Texas is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> when he gets hit on the head and the rodeo guys come up and they ask him, you know, what's his name? He's like, I don't remember. Well, what are you doing here? I don't remember. Well, is there anything you do remember? Well, I remember the Alamo. And they just start cheering and <laughs> shooting their guns in the sky. It's like, that's, that's what I always think of whenever I think of people thinking of Texas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, everyone always says that, is everything bigger in Texas? Is everything actually bigger in Texas? Like, is it something you have to, like, com- deal with? Because they've got, like, those, like, 16-lane roads, and 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 it's just death, it sounds like. So,
1: most of Texas is bigger. But the parking spots are much smaller. Really? Yes. Huh. Houston, when when I was out there with my mom, it was such a nightmare because the parking spaces are much, much slimmer. And of course, a lot of people, big trucks, big yeah. SUVs. So there's it feels like there's no space. So it's like super panic inducing just trying to park into a spot. <laughs> yeah. So that's like I've seen, I'm sure you've seen me park at work. Like, I try
0: to not park next to cars. Uh-huh. That's part of why. Oh, really? Because, yeah, the giant trucks can't get out of those tiny parks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I guess because you got to pack so many people. It's such a dense area. They're just like, well, you know, you're not going to give you all this room.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have these giant parks that nobody ever uses, and we'll have all these giant parking lots, but not parking spaces.
0: <laughs> well, uh, what's the school system like around there? Good, bad, indifferent? Uh, poorly funded, <laughs> definitely poorly funded. Yeah. But that's school systems that's school everywhere.
1: Systems. Yeah, um, it's they're not bad, but they do a lot more testing. So one thing I didn't realize until I moved away from Texas is mm. no other state that I've been to has an equivalent to the TOSS test. What is TOSS? It's the Texas something or other. I don't know. It's it's some. It's basically like taking yearly exams. To graduate high school, but you have to do it like every year in elementary school. Really, it's horrifying. <laughs> like I'm, I'm the type of person I, I was never good at taking tests. Mm. I could have the best grades in class, and I'm going to screw up on the tests. Yeah, I know the, I know the content, but my nerves just get the best of me. Mm. So every year you have to do that. You had to write a freaking, you know, an essay. <laughs> you had to take a math test. You had to take, you know, a social studies test every freaking year and it sucked (laughs) i think they did away with it i'm not sure it's been a good long time since i've really looked into it because i'm done with that i don't have to worry about it anymore (laughs) it's
0: it sucks for the younger generations but good luck (laughs) but you feel like it actually was like really good because like that's another like stereotype stereotype of like the south is like you know our education isn't isn't great i know that our particular area that we're sitting in right now is we're like third worst In the country. So that's why I like to ask other people what their education was like if you come from a different area, because I know ours was awful. And the the, the bar was so low that you barely have to lift a foot up.
2: (laughs) Well,
1: I've only really gone to schools uh, in uh, Blue Springs, Missouri. I was in kindergarten. In El Paso, I was in elementary. In Brunswick and in uh, Richmond Hill, I was in middle school to high school. And I was in high school for a little bit in San Antonio. So I don't know about schools anywhere else, mm-hmm. but they're good and bad out in Texas, like in elementary school, because of course there's so much of a Hispanic population out there. Yeah. I was taking Spanish. Oh, cool. And I absolutely loved it. Our The best memory I have is my Spanish teacher in elementary school for Halloween would read us spooky stories in Spanish.
0: Oh, cool. It was
1: amazing. And that made it so, of course, when you get out here to Georgia where you have to take either Spanish or French because mm. they don't offer anything else or they didn't at the time, um, I took Spanish because yeah. I already I was already predisposed to it and like Spanish one was the easiest class I had. Like <laughs> me and two other army brats who grew up in Texas, we sat in the back of the class and we would bullshit and, jo- and joke and talk and not have to pay attention we had the highest grades in the
0: school yeah <laughs> well there you go so you think uh you, you know you said a couple times now that you know you've been army brat so you moved around a lot do you think that affected your education at all definitely yeah why is that
1: being exposed to people from all these different uh basically you know all these different cultures all these different upbringings really introduced me to the idea that there's always more to learn. There's always different ways of doing things like what I grew up with. It wasn't the way they grew up with it. And it, it encouraged that curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I loved learning about that stuff.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Because, see, my, my dad wasn't in the army, but his, um, his dad was the uh, – they built hospitals. Mm. So they would always have to travel all over the place. And he had a difficulty growing up because he was always the new kid. Um, and so he always had to show up and he had to make new friends and they had to move all of his stuff like every single time. And that actually got him in towards the end of his, uh, like schooling career. Um, everything was all mixed up and he had to keep taking these classes and stuff like that because they kind of just shuffle those kids under the, you know, under the wayside because it's like, oh, they don't matter. You know, they've got all this other stuff where well, they just got here and the school year's almost over. It's not their fault. You know, so that's what I was kind of wondering because I know you've been a lot of different places. I don't know if it was like you would get to a new school and. All of a sudden, like, the curriculum is, like, so freaking hard that you just bomb out. (laughs) So, yes and no at the same time.
1: Um, Towards the end of my schooling, uh, my basically my senior year of high school, I did drop out and finish schooling through uh, online schooling. Yeah. Just because of that very thing. Um, Because I, I bounced from San Antonio to Richmond Hill back to San Antonio in that one year. And they didn't offer the same classes between the two schools. Mm-hmm. So it, my, my grades couldn't transfer over and it stuck me into a math class that I wasn't part of from the beginning and I was completely lost. And it, it it was difficult in that aspect, but growing up as an army brat, you tend to really bond with other army brats because they know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. So like, As I grew up, like just about all of my friends in high school, in middle school, in elementary school, like most of them were people who were also, you know, their parents were in the army. So they knew exactly what you had to go through. They knew that you were probably not going to stick around. And it was a, I don't want to say a friendship of convenience, but it basically was. Yeah. You you became friends with people who knew exactly what you were going to deal with and you probably weren't ever going to see again. Yeah. And it's, it's those fast friendships that, you know. They're they're meaningful, but they're not yeah. going to be there forever.
0: Was that difficult for you? Because see, uh, the reason why um, I stayed in school in the exact same place is because of my dad. So he moved all over the place. When he finally had kids, he was like, "What we're going to do is uh, you're going to go in this school system, you're going to stay in this school system. The friends you make now the friends you're going to leave with." And do you think that the way that you had to make these fast friends like affected you at all? Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um. Because you didn't have those ride or die friends. You didn't have those people that, you know, you always hear stories of, of, oh, we've been friends since we first met in, in elementary school. Yeah. And I'd, I'd kill for them. I'd shed <laughs> blood for them. I'd, I'd, you know, we didn't have anything like that. And it, especially when you're younger, it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, You, like, my brother and I were pretty close as kids. Because we had to be. Yeah. We didn't really have other people for very long. And as we got older, we we definitely grew apart. And for the longest time, I actually hated him. <laughs> um, But that was pretty much when you get old enough to hopefully mentally adapt. Mm-hmm. So that way you can actually have mm-hmm. the friends that don't last very long, but they still matter to you. And yes, there's, there's always going to be the things that you miss out on. Regardless of your upbringing. Yeah. You know, you're you having stayed here your whole life. You don't have the experiences of seeing other people in other states. Yeah. Or meeting people who, you know, are just now coming to America and have no friends and you're you're, you're their first friend and stuff like that. Like, you don't have that. Mm. But it doesn't really. In the great scheme of things, it doesn't matter that much because your experiences are still important to you yeah just my experiences are still important to me and i don't regret any of it
0: yeah that's good because uh when you were talking about all this stuff it actually kind of makes me think about you know we work at the same place but we are completely different so you know everyone's name at work you know everyone's name you know a little bit about every single person that works there i know 12 people Max, I'm super close with them. Everyone else, eh, you know what I mean? I get around a little bit, but you know, everyone, and I think that actually might be part of it. Like, mine is my, like I've I stayed in my little bubble, and I stick, I continue to stay in my little bubble. You never had that bubble, so you're just like, hey, what's up? You want to come over here and talk to me? I don't have anything to do right now. I'll talk to you. I'll at least learn your name and five things about you, you know what I mean? And that's one of the things that actually. Now that I'm getting older, I'm trying to change. That's kind of why I'm doing the show, is I get to meet all these new people that I never met. You know, Growing up in Savannah, you don't meet that many people. Everyone's kind of got the same mindset, and then there's those cool ones, the cool ones I bring in, everyone else, I'm just like, boo. Now I'm trying to bring in more people to get more into... Because everyone's super cool in their own way. I might not like you like you, but I can hang out with you for like an hour, you know what I mean, and learn something from you. Just doing the show, I'm like 60-some-odd episodes in, and I've learned so much about how people have grown up how how things just little things you wouldn't even think of has changed. I'm just like growing up in Texas as being an army brat, um, changed how kind of i think your social interactions are um or like me being like this weirdo guy who only has like six friends but he loves those six friends you know
1: what i mean i mean to be fair i have severe social anxiety so i really don't introduce myself to random but people. you know everyone <laughs> they come up to me i just try to be friendly okay but i don't know if you remember when i first started there yeah like, i didn't talk to anybody
0: yeah well what changed that you just finally got comfortable
1: It's just kind of a a matter of import. Like, I have to work with them. They're going to have to ask me questions. I'm going to have to ask them questions, so I have to get over it.
0: I've been there longer, and I still don't know their names. They'll ask me questions all the time. I'm like, sure, good talk. Uh, Chief. (laughs) Chief. <laughs> oh, Start man. making up nicknames. For yeah, everybody. that's why. Yeah, hey man, you'd be surprised how long I can go without saying someone's Rick. actual name because I don't know. Yeah, Rick. <laughs> I, I almost called him Rick to his face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, besides being a certified Texan, even though you didn't take the test or whatever, there's some bar that I don't know you didn't reach it yet. Um, you're also uh, we share a lot of hobbies. So you uh you didn't give me anything to write about, but luckily I know my friend Josh. So we're gonna talk about video games. That's right, video games. My favorite topics. So So let's first and foremost, let's ask, how long have you been the worst word in the world, a gamer? (laughs) Oh,
1: God. Um, So my parents have always been the technologically advanced members of their family. Mm -hmm. So we actually had a computer long before anybody else. And yes, I am older than most consoles. I am older than the internet. It happens. (laughs) I don't need a cane to walk around, I swear. (laughs) But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we grew up with the uh, five and a quarter inch floppy mm. gamings. I don't remember exactly when we had it, but it was ages ago. Yeah. Um, you know, having to learn how to type in to run games on CDOS and everything like that. Uh, we had an Atari when they first came out. We got into Nintendo when it first came out. We've had most of the gaming consoles because my parents were fascinated with the progression of technology at that point, so they wanted to be, they wanted to participate in that.
0: That's awesome! That's awesome! Did they ever like uh, join in? They ever like play games with you guys? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um,
1: we used to have an RBI baseball game on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, rad. That game and is awesome. <laughs> my mom and I came to a, a debate over who owned the console: if it was Joel and I, or if it was my mom, <laughs> even though she bought it when we were kids so i challenged her to a game of that for ownership of the sega and i won nice so
0: so what does that mean now that you won Are you the only person that could play it you would you have to give your mom even though she bought it for a child permission to play her own console basically like <laughs> i mean
1: it was it was at that point it was it, it didn't matter at all but it was for bragging rights it mm. was my console i won it so we all still shared it and whoever wanted to play it played it and of It was mostly my brother and I. It was occasionally my parents. Um, I know my mom played a good bit of Echo the Dolphin. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad used to play Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. So like we we participated in a lot of that stuff, and they would watch us play and you know give us hints and suggestions and stuff like that.
0: That's cool. They never thought that like video games are the devil and they were like rotting your brain or whatever. God no. Thankfully they they were not that type of people. That's super (laughs) awesome. They
1: they loved... I mean, I'm sure that they considered that we've wasted a lot of time playing video games Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that they don't understand. Yeah. I remember there was one time I was playing Animal Crossing on the Switch Mm -hmm. and... You know how the animals talk on there, and my yeah. dad overheard that. He's like, "What the hell is that?" Like, okay, it's, it's a little difficult to explain, yeah.
0: but I swear it's fine. <laughs> well, let's do like a little bit of a, like an origin story. So, what was like your first like system? Was it the Genesis? And I mean, you, this was the Atari. Atari. Okay. Uh,
1: unless you consider the precursors to PCs, because mm-hmm. um, we did play a lot of games on that. Like, uh, we we played. Um, concentration, sop with uh, oh god, there's so many different games, scorched earth, I believe, is the name of it. Um, so we played a lot of games like that, yeah. Um, I, I there was a few of them that I didn't really like, but I played them because what other choice did we have at yeah. the time? I mean, that's a did.
0: fun thing, too, because like kids nowadays, you, can't these days, you know, like well, they've got the game pass, and they've got, you know, like, well, you would get a game when we were kids. You'd get a game, that's your game. If that game sucks, that's still your game, and you have nothing else to do. Unless it's a bad <laughs> game, and you immediately take it back. <laughs> well, they won't let you take, Then they stopped letting people take it back, because people were taking the games, beating them, and then returning them, and being like...
1: Well, they they had a time limit back mm-hmm. then, and nobody sped run games mm-hmm. in the day. Day, back in the day, so you, you could actually go ahead and take it back the next day. Cause I remember there was one year for I don't remember if it was Christmas or my birthday, but my mom bought me one of the Mega Man games on Game Boy. Mm. I already owned it, mm. so thankfully, like the very next day, we took it back and I got a Krusty Super Fun House. Oh, was that good? Loved it. Yeah, <laughs> better than Mega Man. Yes. Oh wow. I mean, well, I I like watching people play Mega Man. Yeah. I'm it's good at it. Yeah, it's infuriating. <laughs> I, I don't have the mental fortitude for
0: that. <laughs> So what was the first game you ever beat?
1: Beat, beat, or 100% beat?
0: Uh, well, let's just say beat. Not oh, 100%, because once um, you get to the level where you're trying to 100% things, you've already beaten things before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that first one, you're just like, I did it! <laughs> but I mean, like beating the
1: final boss isn't necessarily the same thing as beating a game. Mm. You have to be like, no, I I've, I've I've owned you. I've put you down <laughs> in your place. This is this is me dominating you. Uh actually beat I wish I could say it was Where in the World's Carmen San Diego. I'm still so mad about that. <laughs> Back in the day on computers, they had Where in the World's Carmen San Diego and yeah. you had to solve the clues to keep tracking whoever it is, which criminal you're trying tracking yeah. and catch them at the very end and whenever you got promoted to the next level whether it was gumshoe or detective or whatever you had a code you had to put in to mm. verify you actually own the game mm. we lost the book that had the codes when we moved no and i was on the last promotion which meant i was actually going to go after carmen san diego <laughs> And I couldn't continue.
0: Okay. How many years have you been holding on to this? This is part of the problem. This this is this is why I have so
1: many problems. <laughs> Thanks, Carmen. <laughs> and now they've they've ruined her. <laughs> but now I the first game I actually beat, I'm actually not even sure anymore. Yeah. Um because obviously like sports games, you don't ever actually beat. Yeah, you can't beat them. Um Toe Jam and Earl. Yes, but only with Game Genie. Um, Cheer! Oh God, that Phantom Ice Cream truck. <laughs> such a pain in the ass. Uh, I don't know. There's been so many games that I have beaten, but it's—it's it's gotten. I don't want to say that games are easier nowadays, mm. but with the fact that you have, you know, saves, and you—if like, yeah. you die, you can just reload your save and try it again. And you learn your strategy and stuff like that. Like it's—it's it's not the same as when you start a game and you've got three lives yeah good luck yeah
0: yeah yeah times have changed but i mean it's kind of better because now there's like a full story oh and, god yes you know, i there's mean so I, more that it is. there's
1: i mean like they're, they were even talking about the new release that they're coming out with of skyrim again and they're adding in a bunch of stuff like they're adding in fishing uh-huh. and it's like that sounds really stupid but at the same time like i like fishing in yeah. video games <laughs> like i can just go there and like collect there's like I don't remember how many types of fish. I think they
0: said like maybe 26 different types of fish. It's like,
1: okay, I can go on there and try to catch 26 (laughs) different types of
2: fish. (laughs)
0: And that's what's fun about video games, is like you tell it to a non video game person, they're like, Well, you didn't go outside, and there's like millions of types of fish. And you're like, Yeah, 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 yeah. But on this video game, I can stay inside. You know, it's this whole other conversation that you can say that to me and I will be like, Yeah, that sounds kinda of fun. But if you say that to like my dad, it'd be like, Well, you know, we could go for less money, we could go fishing for real. Technically, this doesn't cost me anything because I've already got the special edition. I've already bought Skyrim sixteen times. Not quite that many, probably about ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's fun that's fun so like um oh here's a fun one uh what was the um first game you ever purchased with your own money or you remember begging for christmas
2: oh jeez,
1: <laughs> that is going to be a difficult one um i think the very first game i bought with my own money was on the playstation 2 oh yeah um but it wasn't final fantasy 10 because i got that as a late birthday gift Oh, 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 it was, um, what was the name of that game? Uh, Twisted Metal Black. Oh, yeah, that game rules! I love it, but at the same time, I'm so angry about what they did to Minion. (laughs) Because in the original Twisted Metal, Minion was such a beast. It was a tank, Mm. and it fired the ice rocket combo. Mm -hmm. It was such bullshit, and I loved it. (laughs) I... I've always been attracted to the bullshit characters. Like, in GoldenEye, I was always odd job. Yeah. Everybody hated what's it. What does that say
0: about you as a person? Uh, it
1: says <laughs> that I know how to pick the right characters.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, in, in Twisted Metal Black, I loved playing it, but I especially loved playing as Darkseid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those games are so good, man. This is, oh, but they shit. also ruin those. They also ruin those. So they when died. I think Twisted Metal, I immediately think Black. But there's other ones, but they've completely ruined it now. They, I don't even know. So what's your, what was your favorite game as a kid? uh as a kid
1: probably either toe jam and earl or mm, sonic cd i think
0: oh really sonic oh, cd I, lo- I loved i loved the sega cd it was <laughs> such a good console i never owned a sega cd i still want to get one but oh, now that the, the prices are crazy because you know in nostalgia they want to get that nostalgia tax so everything's like 400 it's like i'm not gonna pay you full price when that thing came out you know 40 years later. Yeah, plus inflation. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, you know? And in any game that was halfway decent, they're like, well, that's going to be $100. like, what? No, no. I actually got
1: into an argument with one of my friends about Sonic CD just because of the fact that growing up, I remember my brother and I would load the disc in and we'd let it start up and there was an opening video mm. that had a song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And my friend's like, oh, no, no, there, there was never a song on there. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. It's like, oh, you have to prove it. It's like, okay, well, you know, start loading it up on YouTube. It's like, no, 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 that that doesn't count. You have to actually show it on the original thing. It's like, well, okay, there's the remaster on Steam. No, 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 that, that doesn't count. It has to be on the original. How am I supposed to prove to you if I don't own a Sega CD That there's actually this song. Sonic Boom. (laughs) Six hundred
0: dollars. I will do that if he will pay me back. If he'll just tell me that I'm right, that's what you want. You just want him to tell him that you're right. You will spend the money. It'll be worth every minute just to hear him say, "Josh, I was wrong." This
1: is the friend that doesn't like to admit that other people are right, so (laughs) he he won't ever do that.
0: (laughs) Oh man! So like, were you more of like a Genesis kid? You keep mentioning Toe Jam. We had
1: the Genesis. I mean, we. We had the NES, we had the Sega Genesis, we had the Sega CD, we had the SNES, and it really depended on the mood that I was in, mm-hmm. but more often than not, I usually went with Sega. Um, I was definitely one of the people that absolutely loved the Dreamcast. It was way too ahead of its time, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> <sighs> I missed that console. Some good games on there. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I absolutely loved Nintendo as well. Like I grew up with Mario... Freaking, you know, I wish I could say that I got into the RPGs at a young age, but Mm. I really didn't. It wasn't until Final Fantasy VII that I first got into my JRPG. Yeah. Um, But then I did fall into that hole and I've gladly never climbed out.
0: (laughs) Was that like your favorite genre now? Uh,
1: Not my favorite genre. Um, My favorite genre, honestly, at this point is probably. The uh FPS RPGs. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Because it's like a blend of the, the, yeah. the two. It's like a perfect blend. Like, like, I, I, know, I know I know Cyberpunk
1: shoes, gets a lot of shit yeah. because of how rushed it was. Not necessarily uh their fault, but um Deus Ex. Yeah. I fucking love that series. <laughs> I, I I need another game from that series. It's so good. I mean that that's basically what Cyberpunk came off of. Well, mm. I mean, it was its own thing, but they're they're basically the same thing, and I love it because you can choose how you want to play the game. If you want to go in loud and violent and yeah. just burst through the door and just kill everybody that you know has a red name tag, go for it. If you want to sneak in and not kill anybody, you can do that. If you want to sneak in and silently execute everybody and hide the bodies in the vent, go for it. I <laughs> love I love the options that you get in. That. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's super fun. Well, since you've been playing games since uh, Rockstar Soft, what's your favorite game of all time? Uh at this point probably Deus Ex Human Revolution. Really? Of all
1: time. That game. No
0: game tops that game.
1: Not currently. Really? Like there's so many games that I do love playing and I would love to go back to, but it is definitely difficult to go back to some of these games. Mm Like, I, I mean, you you love your retro games, so you yeah. know exactly how it is. Oh, yeah. You try to go back to some of these games, and like, oh, my God, where's the jump button? Oh, this is Doom 1. There is no jump.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Times have changed I, for the better, but also it kind of makes the... Uh... It kind of hurts sometimes. Like, you know, the big games you used to play when you were a kid, you're like, man, I, I love this game. This game is so good. And you'll crank it up and you'll be like, what is this? And like, you'll be talking it up. Like, say, I, there's been times I've had friends over, like, man, you've got to see this game. And I played this game so much when I was a kid, man. It was like the best thing. You turn it on and they're like, what? Another issue with that is,
1: I mean, as humans, you adapt. Yeah. So like, you play games nowadays where, Timing is so important. Yeah. Like last minute reflexes. And then you go back to some of these older games and you've got button delay. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I need to make this jump. I'm going to jump at the very last second. And you walk right off the ledge. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a least favorite game? just about
1: any sports game, yeah
0: really sports games i'm more of a my least favorite is probably like shooters regular just like the call of duties of the world and all that stuff my brain doesn't like that i don't like the i turn it on i'm gonna go play with the boys and then i hit go and i die and it's not because i'm not good it's because i don't like it get good <laughs> like, that's what that's what they tell me like <laughs> oh you need to get good like do i want i don't want to get good at something i'm not having fun at <laughs> that's that's One of the reasons
1: why I still haven't actually played Dark Souls yet is because I really don't want to have to deal with that whole get good scrub mentality. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, I I played a little bit and I got my ass kicked really quickly because Mm -hmm. apparently there's a trick to it that I wasn't focusing on. And it's just like, you're not supposed to fight the first boss. You're supposed to run past him so you can actually get a weapon. But
0: that's not how games work. (laughs) You fight the first one that you see, the biggest thing that you see. That's how I've been doing it for my whole life. Why is this the game? You know, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, sports games,
1: I get why people like them. And, of course, I I include racing into this list as well because it's all basically the same thing. It's just so repetitive. Yeah. It's like you're doing the exact same thing over and over again. Okay, so it's this team versus this team this time. It doesn't matter. It's still a bunch of people fighting over a ball. (laughs) (laughs) Or a puck.
0: Yeah. I think that probably comes from your, your, like, weird this about sports with like i have man it's just like i don't really care like why okay you could just you know do that yeah my my the only things i like in sports
1: is like i like baseball because a lot of it is numbers Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm a i'm a geek (laughs) um i like the spurs from san antonio because they are good people off the court and on the court and they play a different style of game it's Mm -hmm. not all this selfish give me the ball i want to make the shot it's you know it's down to routine and trying to follow a pattern. Mm-hmm. With hockey, I don't really have a team, but I don't mind watching it mm. because it's violent and ridiculous.
0: You were but, gonna get a hockey team?
1: Yes, yeah. I heard the Ghost Pirates. <gasps>
0: Why? That's yeah. so cool! Oh, my man. mom.
1: My mom told me about that, and she showed me the picture of the uh, the mascot. Oh, really? It's so I haven't seen that yet. Jenna
0: told me about it last night. I was like, "What? We're getting a hockey team? Like, I don't even care about hockey. But I'm gonna start liking hockey now."
1: And I was like, <laughs> "I." I I joke around with my friends saying that, oh, I'm going to be a new uh, Kraken fan because the Seattle Kraken just started. And I was actually reading about it. When they do the the three stars at the end of the game, they emulate the uh, the fishmongers there in Seattle with throwing the salmon. <laughs> they're throwing plush salmon into the crowd. Oh, that's it's hilarious. Fun. That's fun. <laughs> see,
0: I love that. <laughs> Makes sports fun. Exactly. <laughs> it's too serious. That's the thing. You'll see people like, you know, they're watching sports and they're like mad. Like, you're not even there. You're not even part of it. Like, why are you mad? Why? Uh, it's like the
1: Georgia Gators game that they've got going on this weekend. It's like, oh, my God. I don't want to hear about this crap. I don't care. Everybody's just going to be so angry with each other for no reason. For no reason.
0: Have no reason.
1: I didn't go to UGA, but I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan <laughs> through and through. And I'm going to I'm gonna hate somebody for wearing orange and blue. Yeah,
0: it's like forever. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. When we were in Athens, um, the... Georgia game was about to happen around there, and there was—I think it was like a later game. It was like ten o'clock, and people were already lining the streets, getting ready to tailgate. Not even near the stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you even doing? Like, just be home when there's a TV. You can't even watch it here. You're on the side of the road, sir. Like, what are you even gonna do? But you know, I'm not a sports guy, so you know, they probably—I probably tell these sports guys about spending, catching all sixteen type of fish in Skyrim, and they'll tell me. <laughs> oh man. Well, um. We're actually uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently, so normally I keep uh, keep the interview style going, but there's this fun thing I like to do with Josh. Uh, so every moment I spend with this guy consists of me asking him hypotheticals or weird questions and us debating them until either one of us gives up or we agree. Um, So that's what we're going to do today. I've got a whole bunch of questions and we're just going to fight, Um, and then whenever I'm done doing it, we'll close the show up. Just so you know, your host is usually wrong. Wow. See, he's starting <laughs> off. He's starting <laughs> off with a banger. Jerk. So we're going to uh, start off with a just a nice, easy, simple one. What's the best way to make a Hot dog just as a hot dog itself or toppings? like i give you a hot dog and you have anything you can put on it what do you put on the hot dog
1: honestly that depends on my mood it's either going to be a slaw dog which a lot of people are confused by um <laughs> or it's gonna just be ketchup or it's gonna be a chili cheese dog
0: just just ketchup like yeah. some sort of monster you're just gonna put ketchup on it like an eighth grader <laughs> <laughs> I give you all of it. We have a table. You can't even see anything else. Nothing on this table. It's it's all condiments for hot dogs. And you're gonna put ketchup or slaw. That's the two things.
1: Or chili or cheese. Or chili
0: cheese. That's it. You're not gonna put like I have anything in the world I could put I on it. I don't
1: like most everything else.
0: <laughs> see, he started off saying that I'm always wrong, but no, you put everything on the hot dog. I don't even want to see the hot dog. I'm gonna put everything to be chili. There's gonna be cheese, there's gonna be jalapenos, there's gonna be relish, there's gonna be mayonnaise, there's gonna be who knows. I've had hot dogs with peanut butter and jelly on it. I've that had hot sounds so weird. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so we had we had that was that party that we had and Jenna looked up weird hot dog. It's super good, but it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I will say the only
1: issue with the slaw dog is it's got to be the right kind of coleslaw. Yeah, it cannot be vinegar based. It's got to be the sweet creamy based.
0: So maybe I've had a wrong because I've had a couple slaw dogs and I'm always like, why did you do that to the hot dog? Because hot dog to me is like. Top tier food. I'm a garbage person, so that's where my my (laughs) will set. You know what I mean? But like slaw dogs, I'm just like don't let
1: him lie to you. He's not a person,
0: he's actually a possum. (laughs) I'm a garbage possum and (laughs) So maybe I have to try. Is there like a place around here we can get a slaw dog? Charlie Grangers. Where's that at? That's in Richmond Hill. I've been there, but I didn't get the slaw dog. I got the, one, I got the one that had, because they know how to do hot dogs. And like, Josh has put ketchup on it like a criminal. Um, you could put like, they put everything. They put like roast beef on it, or they're That's like, so they're weird. like barbecue on it. It's good, man. What are you talking about? I, I ordered the weirdest ones they had. I was like, give me, what's the weird one? Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. All right, your next question is, what's your favorite type of milk? <laughs> 2%. Really?
1: 2%. All the milk. All the milk. Yeah. Well, depends on my mood. Sometimes I want chocolate milk. Yeah. But I'll oftentimes i'll just take two percent add chocolate syrup to
0: it my answer is wrong but it's banana milk i love banana milk you ever had banana, I've never milk? Had banana oh milk. my god it's so good that it's sounds like it would be amazing oh so good they used to sell it gas stations and every time i'd be like oh and jenna hates it because what it does it tastes like you took a perfectly good glass of milk <laughs> and then a popsicle like the banana popsicle and you just made it it's i don't know it's really good <laughs> but she hates she hates it and every time i find it i'm like Boy, let's go. I got to get the banana milk. I mean, it's got to be better than the strawberry milk. You don't like strawberry milk? I don't
1: like strawberry oh, milk. I love strawberry milk. I love I love all milk. I, I don't like strawberries, so.
0: Like oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about your weird See this is one of the things we fought about before is is we're not I have too many questions to talk on strawberries right now. I have too many. Answers. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your least favorite vegetable? Least favorite vegetable? Ooh. That's actually a difficult one. Uh mm. cauliflower. Oh, you know what? I hate cauliflower, but see, I hate mushrooms. I put mushrooms down because I hate mushrooms. Mushrooms
1: are good in certain styles. Like I'm not a big fan of raw mushrooms, but you throw it in like, say, you know, stir fry or, uh, hibachi. Uh-huh. It's amazing. And then you pick them out. Um, <laughs> I'm following you, you, me. I'm you gotta with dip you. them in the sauces. And then you pick them out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: Occasionally in uh, spaghetti. Mm. What if I put... What if What if somebody committed this crime? What if, what if you went to someone's house for pizza and then they put mushrooms in the pizza? Only pepperoni and cheese goes on pizza. Exactly. Exactly. What? I don't know. There's other things. I don't have a pizza question on here either, but I will literally dive over this. Because you can put other <laughs> things on pizza besides pepperoni? Like, because see, I have a Philly cheesesteak pizza that I like. It's got like a white sauce base and see, my, it's got banana pepper. A pizza.
1: friend of mine who was in the Navy as uh, a cook, he, he did... Uh, philly cheese steak pizza one time and it's okay but it's not pepperoni pizza yeah I'm well sorry. pepperoni
0: is, is the best but yeah, say, it's topped here but say if i give you a pizza pizza with pepper with uh, mushrooms on it are you gonna eat it i'll pick them off yeah but that's what you do with all mushrooms you just pick them off they're just there to be thrown away <laughs> oh and uh kebabs mushrooms can go on kebabs yeah and then you pick them off and you hand them to your wife that's what i do i do that so i'll give her like a mushroom one and be like here you go it's delicious mm. and i'll take all her pineapple <laughs> You are so mean. <laughs> I know. It was just she you knows. She actually we're like yin and yang. So like she really likes mushrooms and I hate it. So it works out. But like I always like like any type of pepper at all. So she'll give me that and I'll be like yes, Ben, I get the peppers. And she's <laughs> like like when we go to uh, Papa John's, you know they give you those little peppers or whatever. Yeah. I get all the peppers. I don't have to share the peppers with anyone because she doesn't like them. I'm like yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun one. What's your favorite gas station snack? Favorite gas station snack. Ooh. Um.
1: If you're talking just like a road trip. Jerky. Jerky. You can never go wrong with jerky. If you're talking about, like, well, I'm just kind of hungry and I stopped off at this gas station, there's something on the roller,
0: probably hot dogs. Yeah. I uh, See, I, like, I always get the Slim Jim, and now they got these big Slim Jim. You've seen the Savvy yeah. Slim Jim? I get that all the time because I'm awful. But it's so big, and, like, I've always, like, every time we go to a gas station, I'm like, I can get a Slim Jim. Like, I'll always get a Slim Because it, to me, it's, like, jerky, but jerky's, like, $40. And I'm not paying jerky prices. It depends on the gas station. Yeah. Like if it's
1: Bucky's... <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'll go ahead and break
0: the bank for that jerky. I'll get like two
1: strips, but they're like a mile long. <laughs> just gnaw on that for the next 400 miles. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I need to call that... Ironically enough, how far till the next Bucky's? Hey, that's how they do it. You just <laughs> jerky to jerky. <laughs> I still want to try their
0: fudge. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't. I don't know. There's so much stuff to try. You know, I've, if you guys don't know what a Bucky's is, we're hashtag sponsored by Bucky's. We're not actually, but there's Bucky's stuff on the table, um, and there's Bucky's stuff in the kitchen. I've got a Bucky's cup. It's it's a problem. I'm spending way too much money at Bucky's, but they sell delicious, delicious um, beef jerky. But they're still expensive, man. I need to call Big Jerky and tell him, like, hey, man, you're gonna have to do something about this because it's just meat. That they dry, and then they they hike the price up to like $800, and I'm supposed to eat it. I only like the peppercorn oh, and, and by the way, Bucky's comes from Texas. Oh, see, wow, wow. <laughs> Here we go. See, you can't talk five seconds without I'm bringing it up to Texas. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Green bean casserole. Really? I yeah. hate green bean casserole. Is it that has that's to the be one with the stuff?
1: With the, uh, the uh, yeah, the onion. yeah. So it has to be my family recipe for green bean casserole. Mm. Like, regular green bean casserole is okay. But my family's recipe is so much better. And the only difference
0: is we put in a scoop of cheese Whiz. Like the one that comes in the jar? Yeah. Oh, really? And it makes it better? Because see, every time... Because like, they have and the recipe you, on the bag. You start
1: getting all the cheesiness.
0: Oh, yeah, that's to try because I hate that. Every time people are like, oh, I'm going to make green bean casserole. I'm like, oh, you just made something for me to throw in the trash. <laughs> so
1: at a, at a previous job that I was at, we did a potluck... Uh, around Thanksgiving and I brought in my family's green bean casserole mm. and it did not survive really um, and the next time we were having a potluck I was actually going to do something different and it was like no you've got to bring the green bean casserole I'm
2: Like,
1: okay I did guess I will did you tell the secret should yeah. I cut that out oh no oh, okay. I, 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 I'll, I'll tell everybody I'm, I'm not one of those people that likes to keep a family secret recipe like I would much rather everybody knows about it so everybody can try it and if it's good everybody can have it I'm not like, my my friends have a family jambalaya recipe Mm. and it's amazing but it's a family recipe Mm. like they won't tell me my friend ben did not get the recipe from his dad until after his girlfriend got it (laughs) like it's it's the craziest thing that's so weird yeah it's
0: so weird is it but what makes it so you have no idea because it's a secret oh i mean i've i've not
1: memorized it specifically because they want to keep it a secret, Mm -hmm. but I've helped them make it enough times that if I really wanted to, I could actually have kept it in mind. I just, I will respect their wishes. You better watch your
0: mouth. They're going to come knock at the door and come whoop my ass. (laughs)
1: Probably. They're Cajuns. They they grew up on this stuff. It is is, uh, dirty little secrets.
0: I uh, my answer to that is cranberry sauce. Um, It's not a real dish. Do you not like cranberry sauce? I love it. it's my favorite. I will literally open the can and just eat the cranberry sauce. Like that's (laughs) the yeah because it's like you know Thanksgiving. You know my mom always my mom makes great food. She always makes like super good food. But I'm always like the most stoked about the cranberry sauce. And I can get it year round, but I only have it once a year. I'm like, (laughs) I will
1: say the one thing I don't like is corn casserole.
0: A corn casserole's good. Oh god, I hate hate cream corn. Oh
1: why? What did cream corn do to you? Uh, Does it have the code of Carmen San Diego? (laughs) Probably still holding it back. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It has sat there and defied me my entire life. (laughs) No, I just I've never liked it. Like it's just it tastes like creamed corn just tastes terrible. There's something about it. I I love corn. Yeah. I cannot stand
0: cream corn. Huh. That's weird. Whatever. (laughs) What's the best candy bar? Number one. Hundred grand. Really? Yes. Oh hundred grand's a good good that's a good choice. But number one, you're gonna sit well, that next to a Reese's cup and, and, okay, and so still be able to hold that opinion?
1: Number one doesn't exist anymore. Oh, and God. and it, it pisses me off. The Reese's nutrageous. Because Reese's oh, has that's... phased it out for the outrageous, and I don't like it as much.
0: Wait, what's the difference in the nutrageous
1: and So the, the nutrageous has peanuts. The outrageous has the Reese's pieces. Yeah, I like that one. I don't like it because, like, you bite into it, and every once in a while, like, you'll get a shard of the damn candy coating <laughs> jabbing into your gum. And that, that's not good candy eating. <laughs> the last thing I want to do while eating a candy bar
0: is bleed. Is bleed? All right, well, you're eating candy wrong, first and foremost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know what? Is that why they all went clearance like a year ago or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I just... Okay, so ma- I got tricked by Big Candy um, because I was just thinking it was the same thing. They were just changing sizes or whatever. I didn't realize that Nutrageous and Outrageous, they changed the letter. And now I look like a fool. I look like a damn fool on my own podcast because I, mean, well, I still think it's good, though. I mean, I don't bleed. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It's just not as good as the Nutrageous bar was. Gotcha. So
1: because we don't have that anymore, I mean, you might be able to find them at gas stations. I don't know. You yeah. used to be able to. But since we don't have that anymore, 100 grand. 100 grand. And then it's Snickers.
0: God. That's Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. What the hell is wrong with you?
1: Reese's is great during the holidays. Reese's is great
0: every single day of my life. But I'll let you continue. I, I <laughs> eat way
1: too many of them or I have eaten way too many of them, that like I can't just eat them by themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I can have a couple, and then I have to eat something else.
2: Because uh.
1: otherwise I feel like I'm going into peanut butter
0: overdose. Well, that's when you just drink milk and you just keep going. <laughs> you just keep going until you, like, you look down and like your show is over and you're just covered in wrappers and sadness. <laughs> or no, that, that's just me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, how long could you eat the same thing every single day?
1: If it's done in a different style, a very long time. So, like, if I do burgers, mm. like, if I have a McDonald's burger, just a plain burger, then I could have a Dairy Queen burger, a Burger King burger, a homemade burger. Like, I can, I can change it up, and every single day I can have one for mm. forever. Yeah. Because
0: at least there's that small bit of difference. Okay, what about pepperoni and cheese pizza? Same exact pepperoni and cheese pizza. How long could you go? I'm thinking three days. I think three days i willing to like, kill myself. Uh, Probably about five. Yeah. I don't know. These are the Not quite things a week. I think about. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Because like, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But If all I ate was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for a week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, one, I would probably die. But then two, I don't know. <laughs> See, for that, like, I would have
1: to change it up. Like, this day, I do a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That day, I do a peanut butter and honey sandwich. This third day, I do peanut butter and jelly, but I mix the peanut butter and the jelly in a bowl first. Because it changes the, the, the flavor and oh, the texture. Oh, you make that.
0: What's that stuff called? What's that stuff called? Oh. That's a food crime. What's that stuff called? <laughs> it's got like crime. the jelly. It's like striped jelly and peanut butter. It's like yeah, I know. Up.
1: I know which one you're talking about. No, I don't do. I don't. I don't deal with those. But
0: you're basically doing that when you put it in a bowl and mix it. You criminal. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> They're on speed dial. What are you talking about? Preschool.
1: When Joel and I were in preschool, they actually had. Uh, when they did lunch, they would often do that, and I just became. Obsessed with it, huh? So, like, I actually prefer it way more than a regular peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But every once in a while, I'll just do you know peanut butter on the bread, jelly on the other slice, put them together. All right,
0: perfect peanut butter, and, I didn't write it perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
1: Uh, are we talking like the brands
0: as well? No, I'm giving you full, full everything, you don't have to worry about anything. What is the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich to Josh?
1: So, wheat bread, I like wheat bread, I'm, i I do not like white bread. What I don't know, like, it just sticks to the roof of your mouth. I don't <laughs> like that. Uh, If you do, like, the white wheat, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I prefer wheat bread. I put on peanut butter. I I don't really have a particular peanut butter brand, but I usually go with Jif. Mm. Um, And then I do grape jelly. I don't like strawberries. (laughs) Um, But, like, apple butter would be fine. Uh, Stuff like that. Uh, And then just, you know, that's it. Huh. I... But you got to have enough peanut butter and jelly in there that when you take a bite, it all starts falling out the bottom and yeah, gets yeah, your shirt yeah. dirty.
0: Yeah. Well, see, my, my parents, everyone, I. I was going to say my parents, but literally everyone in my life has yelled at me about this. My peanut butter to bread <laughs> ratio is apparently wrong. So I take like I take bread, white bread, the good bread, not that garbage you were just talking about. And then you put like like a big, like a heaping spoonful and you put it on and you spread it out. And then you take the other piece of bread and you put an even bigger scoop of peanut butter on that one. And then you get now, a now, little bit of jelly. The question you, <laughs> I have,
1: who the hell uses a spoon for peanut butter? That's what knives are for.
0: No, knives don't get enough peanut butter for my ratio. You know you what I'm saying? You can double dip. <laughs> no, I cannot. I need it's not a, like you're licking scoop. the spoon, the the knife off. I'm licking the spoon <laughs> off. I'm definitely licking the spoon off. No, <laughs> no still child left behind. It back in there. <laughs> no child left behind in this situation because I want all the peanut butter. The spoon like is only for the jelly. If you're not using a fourth of the peanut butter jar for one sandwich, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite comedy? Favorite comedy as in show?
1: Uh, movie. Favorite comedy movie. Ooh, um, that's uh, that's actually a tough one. I'm going to have to say depending on my mood it's either going to be Airplane Monty Python and the Holy Grail or one of the Mel Brooks movies.
0: So you're wrong it's Joe Dirt. Uh, <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> Don't turn it up Dirt. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite comedy movie but you got to pick one if you had to pick one gun to your head. If I only had
1: one comedy movie to watch for the rest of my life, it'd have to be Airplane.
0: Yeah. Airplane is really good. <laughs> Airplane is really good. But I don't know. Probably Because every time Joe Dirt's on, I just don't change the channel. We've the, we have had we have yeah, a Joe Dirt I mean, talk once a week, I think. I, I'm the same person. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like If Joe Dirt comes on the TV,
1: I watch it. Yeah. I, I do not change it. I have to watch all of it. If I have to leave for work, I hate myself because I have to turn it off. <laughs> um, But I'm also really big on a lot of the original Adam Sandler comedies. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, Happy Madison stuff. That's, that's always been really
0: good. Yeah, that's super funny. That's super funny. What's your favorite TV show? All time. Favorite TV show of all time. Ooh. See people are gonna get to know Josh. You didn't know this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh just just to put a little uh exclamation point on this and a little asterisk, my favorite things change depending on my mood. <laughs> so what is my favorite right now won't be the favorite when I get home. This is why we fight. <laughs> um That's that's actually really good. Um as of right now, I'd probably say Scrubs. Yeah, Ooh, because Scrubs I love that good. show, despite all the things that people say about it and how JD's a horrible person. Just, like, everybody's horrible. That's yeah. that's just people. <laughs> that's just life. Um, but uh, I, I also watch a shit ton of anime, and like, if I include those, that that really changes the rankings. Oh, a that's lot. a
0: different question. Which your favorite anime?
1: Favorite anime: Ghost in the Shell, standalone complex. Oh, really? That's like a serious one, though, right? Yes. Yeah. well, It's it's, it's very serious and scientific and futuristic, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. That, I mean, it, it you know once again it's tying into you know Deus Ex Human Revolution with all this, I guess you'd call it near future, mm. maybe. Um, it's it's a lot of that scientific stuff
0: that I absolutely love. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's, that's one fun thing we always talk about with anime. Like people always discount anime as like it's just like Oh, that's just shows for babies. It's, it's cartoons just a baby. cartoon. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know how many times I've been like watching anime and like laughing or like being really sad or like learning stuff about people in general. Like, wow, this is so good. Oh my God. <laughs> so one of the ones I always
1: talk about with people is uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. mm That show makes me so angry, but it's so good. Like the main character comes in and he starts getting accused of rape, and everybody treats him like shit, and he's innocent and all this, but everybody hates him because oh, this is one person is what is the one saying it, and it's just like I'm so furious, yeah, but it's so good. So like I I keep watching it and it, it thankfully like the anger starts ebbing in further episodes, but. It's like you, Do you, you would watch it
0: because think, you hate it? Like you play Destiny 2? Oh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I love The Rising of the Shield Hero. I hate the people in it. Yeah. And
1: that's that's what makes it so good is the fact that, you know, you have this emotional connection so quickly. Yeah. Uh, we, we were just talking before we started doing this recording about other animes and, and having these connections with characters. And that's so important in movies, TV shows, animes, video games. Like you have to be able to feel something for them because this story has to matter to you. Yeah. Um and Destiny 2, I don't hate it, I don't
0: <laughs> like it. <laughs> we have this joke cuz he's been playing Destiny and like he'll be like, like I'll be like, "Hey man, what'd you do this weekend?" He's like, oh, I played Destiny for like 6 hours." And like, <laughs> I tell him like cuz I as someone who used to play Destiny all the time, I get it. I 100% get it and it's not that you don't like it, but Every time I ask, he's like, "Oh, it's like if if every time you ask me what I did on the weekend, I start off with oh, It means I don't like it. <laughs> it wouldn't be
1: so bad if it didn't require so much time invested into oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like if I could just go on and do like three things in an hour and be done, mm-hmm. that'd be fine. But no, I have to go on there and do like three things in ten hours, <laughs> or I don't get any progression. Mm-hmm. And my friends are all wanting me to progress so they can do all these raids. I'm like, I don't want to. I would like to do something else with my day. Yeah. I don't want to just spend it on here shooting the same
0: enemies five million times. You see see how it changes his whole demeanor when he's talking about Destiny? It's because he hates it. (laughs) Uh, What is your favorite go-to movie snack? Raisinets. Really? You yes. old man. Why Raisinets? I love Raisinets. Don't get me wrong. I just when people normally I don't think <laughs> So, I don't know. I just I
1: absolutely like Raisinets because a lot of the candies will either have dark chocolate like, you know, freaking uh Junior Mints, good. Mm. I don't like dark chocolate. <laughs> um or it's just I don't know, like I don't like popcorn that much because growing up like my mom used to eat popcorn all the time mm. and then in uh high school i was living with my friend norman and his mom used to eat popcorn all the time so i get i got so sick of the smell of popcorn <laughs> that like i'm finally at the point where i can smell it without getting sick mm-hmm. but I, I can't bring
0: myself to eat it so all these years you've been going to the movie theater and you're just like because you don't like the smell cuz you're not buying it i haven't been to a lot of movies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but no i i don't know like i like most candies but like the red licorice that they usually have is the wrong licorice because they've usually got the strawberry licorice instead of the cherry one, <laughs> so I, I can't really eat that. Um, I don't know. Like a lot of times, I just I would I was one of those I was one of those bad kids that would sneak snacks into the theaters. Um, <laughs> bad kids. That's just all kids.
0: I'm not paying that money. I'm not paying you like seven dollars for the dirty raisinets. You know what I mean? Living in uh, El Paso where we lived right
1: across the street was a strip mall mm. and like it was, you had to go around the corner and everything, but uh, there was a matinee theater there. Mm. So they had all the movies that were no longer in the big theaters and it was like a dollar 50. To yeah. We had one it. of those too. Yeah. Loved it. And a, right next to there was a grocery store. Mm. So we would just go in there, buy snacks, go into the theaters, which only a dollar 50. We uh-huh. were just cheap asses. <laughs> Um And we would just, like, go in there, we'd watch movies, eat our snacks, and then, like, right next to the movie theater inside the strip mall was also uh, an arcade mm. back when those were a thing. So, uh, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> listeners, back when I was younger, <laughs> we actually had these places where video games used to be.
0: Outside of your home? <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> But they were just like crane games, right? You paid a quarter (laughs) and you
1: played a video game until you died and you paid another quarter.
0: (laughs) Video game etiquette. uh, So you you, were going over and getting all this... uh candy how long until that you shut that place down because that's the only way they were making any money
1: <laughs> they were still making plenty of money thank you. <laughs> Yeah, sure they really. were still open when i moved The
0: dollar 50 that they're getting off the movie you know the only thing keeping them afloat was those raisinets that you could not give them <laughs> the money for you personally josh personally shut down that movie theater some mom and pop is now mom and homeless thanks Josh. <laughs> <laughs> all right how, how long were you waiting to drive through before leaving
1: oh jeez, um i am i am such a pushover i will sit there until they tell me to pull into a parking space really yeah. oh
0: no 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 i'm busy and if i roll up and like there's been times where i rolled up and they're just like um like give me a second i'm like okay and then i wait waiting and i'm waiting and i'm waiting and i wait, waiting and then they, they're like nothing i'll just leave i'll just leave i'll just drive away i and now times are different so now it's hard i'm a lot nicer now because of the pandemic and everything there's no there's not a lot of workers in there there's like two guys so now i feel bad for them but my my max is 50 minutes i'm not giving you 50 more minutes because it's fast food i didn't want to come in there and sit down i drove through so just give me my food just give me my food or tell me you don't have any food and i'll leave i will say i i did stop off at burger
1: king on the way home from work the other day and like it was that whole kind of situation where you know they they asked for a little bit of time when i was at the uh the box and like when i finally ordered my food and i pulled up like they had apologized and they did have a sign on the window saying you know we apologize we've got very short staff because mm. you know nobody's no really working, working at this point <laughs> yeah. and it's like i'm 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 trying to be a lot more patient i've always been i don't know i've always been one of those people that's been extremely patient about things because i try to take them into account mm. like i worked in a restaurant most of my family has worked in a restaurant. If I go to a restaurant and I order something and it's slightly incorrect, I don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Because I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be – and it's not going to affect my tip. Like if if they're busy and my server doesn't have time to really keep checking in on me, I'm not going to punish them for that. Yeah. I know what that's like. But if I order, say, for some stupid reason, I order steak because I never order steak at restaurants. You only do steak at home. It's the <laughs> only way to get it really good. Um, but if I were to order a steak – medium well because i'm completely outside of my mind and it comes to me like rare then yes i'm going to send it back yeah um but i'm one time when i was a kid like i ordered i thought i ordered chicken strips mm. but apparently i ordered uh chop steak <laughs> i don't know how the hell that happened but whatever like i i ate it anyway because it's something <laughs> i can eat and yeah. i'm not going to punish them yeah. over the fact that Maybe I made a mistake and I misspoke. Maybe she misheard. It's whatever. I'll, I'll suffer through it or yeah. you know enjoy it. You know, anything is possible. Yeah. I'm. I try to be very lenient about things like that because you never know what is going on.
0: True. True. This question actually stems because right up the street there's a uh, Popeyes and it is the worst Popeyes. In the entire world. it's It was brand new not that long ago and it was slammed. It was whatever, you know. But now, you could go there the second they open. No, they're not ready. You can go there. There's no one in line. Don't worry. You'll be there for 45 minutes. No matter what you do. And it's not just like, I'm like, okay, we're understaffed. Load. You'll roll up and they'll be like, give me a second. <laughs> Okay, all right, I'm, I'm gonna give you a second, I'm gonna give you a second, then I wait, and then I finally get up there and then they're like, Oh, we don't have this. One time we were at a um <clears throat> a separate pop, maybe she's maybe I'm just mad at Papa. We were at a separate Popeye's <laughs> and we roll up at the drive thru and uh Jenna starts to order because she was driving, she starts to order and they're like, We don't have any chicken, we don't have any of this, we don't have any of this, we don't have any this and Jenna goes, Well, do you have fries? He goes, Yeah, we got fries and she was like, Well, can we get some fries? He was like, Yeah So we roll around and he gives us fries. But they didn't have they were a chicken establishment without any chicken and no socks I mean,
1: to be fair, they did have that that period of time where there was like no chicken anywhere
0: yeah so it might have been during that well then close that's the thing is close like this that's the big problem but these people need to earn money no but the thing is the people who own that bojangles they just pay their employees to stay home because they can't afford to be open if the only thing you can sell at a chicken restaurant is fries you're not a chicken restaurant you're a fry restaurant and you need to close the door let them have the day off and pay them think <laughs> <laughs> true but you know but but you can't punish corporate America like that. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Look, if we keep talking about this, we'll get in a whole other subject. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a, you know... Th- this is a... one of those conversations for when we're back at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not, you know, people don't have to hear me yell about the patriarchy and everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, let's lighten it up a little bit. What is your favorite thing to get from a soda fountain? Uh,
1: My favorite soda is Cherry Coke. Mm. But that's bottled soda. Now, if we're talking Coca-Cola Freestyle... Raspberry Coke every freaking time.
0: Mine is highly specific. Mine is highly specific. And you can only get it, I think, in our area. Because Parker's is not nationwide, is it? <laughs> uh, I don't believe no. Okay, so if you go to a Parker's. This is what you do. It's not good. Don't do it. Uh, but this is what I do: is I'll go and I'll get the biggest Parker's cup that money can buy, which is like a dollar eighty. <laughs> um, and uh, you fill it eighty-five percent with their Mega Energy, um, and then you put the last twenty percent is Blue Powerade, and it makes it this really pretty color, and it is awesome. Jenna says it, it tastes like uh, heartburn and <laughs> and hates it, but every time I go, like I'll be excited. We'll go to the parkers. We don't even like. We'll just need gas, and I'll be like, ho. ho, ho and I'll go and I'll get it like it's good and i think it's good but it secures my drink from anyone drinking it because no one's gonna drink it but me no one's gonna be like mm. i i
1: used to work at parker's yeah. and that gives me horrible horrible feelings
0: why you about to ruin mega energy for me is it like no what is I, mega energy do you ever you ever have to stop the thing
1: uh it, it's a box with a bag of liquid yeah. inside okay and that's I, good that's i don't good. know i'm just glad you're not but saying it's, it's like covered it's god awful but <laughs> you
0: watch your mouth <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is going to be my last question cuz we're running a little bit long. Um, how do you feel about haunted houses? Not actual haunted houses, but like like Halloween haunted houses. I love both of them. Really?
1: Yes. Huh. So like I I don't know if there are ghosts. I've seen things that are kind of weird. I've experienced things that are kind of weird, but I can't say with any definitive evidence that there are or not ghosts, but I love the whole, you know, the whole concept. Mm. And for haunted houses, They're super cheap and hilarious. (laughs) But I will say there is an an addendum. (laughs) Again, going back to Texas, (laughs) I never experienced it, but one of my favorite webcomic artists who is from Texas experienced it. There was apparently a thing in Texas where churches would get involved in haunted houses. (gasps) Yes, but I've been to one of those. They were terrible. Yeah. They were trying to traumatize children yeah. with the most innocent things. Like, this is the horrors of unwed pregnancy. <laughs> this is what happens when you smoke one marijuana. And it's like, oh my God, this is horrible. Straight to hell. <laughs> so like I would I've never been to any of those. Mm. I kind of want to just to see how bad they are, it's pretty fun. but I don't want to traumatize myself <laughs> because, like, you can't wipe something like that from your brain. It sticks with you, yeah. Exactly, uh-huh. like that will be on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. You'll just be thinking of that. Yeah, you won't remember the names of any of your loved ones, but you'll remember <laughs> this one church haunted house. Yeah,
0: because it's like heavy. It's like heavy, heavy topics are discussing. Like when you go to like a regular haunted house, it's like boom. <laughs> Yeah, that's not heavy like a chainsaw without a chain yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, you know i'm gonna be scared for a second but there's other stuff that that's a mental yeah issues that they kind of give it's you like you know? that,
1: there's no gray areas it's just all black and white yeah and yeah. That, that's that's not what it should be
0: <laughs> well the reason why i thought about this question was uh we went to jacksonville the other day and they had like this like a haunted area that you could walk through and like we walked up to it and me and jenna both were just like do you want to get scared i was like no she's like Either, and we just left, right? And I, I kind of came to the realization that I don't know if I enjoy it anymore. I used to love it. Used to always go. I used to be like, it, yeah. It let's might be go. an age thing. And now yeah. I'm just like, I don't. Do I want a teenager jumping at me? I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I still want to be part of a haunted house. That's one of my things I want to like do before I die. I want to be in a, it's, a, it's not a big, lofty goal. It's just a goal. Uh, I want to be part of a haunted house and I want to be like, bah, you know, it scare people. That seems fun to me, but I don't think I, now I'm at this like, you know, weird part of my life where I, like, I literally was walked up and I seen this girl sitting there. She was going to chase us with a chainsaw or whatever. And I was just like, I don't know. Am I like old now? I, I used to want to be a part of that,
1: but as I've gotten older, I've come to realize that people have have so little Mm self-control so i don't want to be one of those people that like jumps out to scare somebody and somebody has like no restraint just decks me right in the face because like Oh well, you're in a haunted house, but you can't handle jump scares. Yeah, uh,
0: I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> that's a risk you got to take, man. You know, I, I, the job definitely doesn't pay well. But before I die, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be next to a bunch of 16 year olds scaring someone. I'm gonna have a good time, and then I'm never gonna do it again. I'd much rather just go ahead and start working at a rent affair. <laughs> yeah, that's the dream. That's oh. the dream. That I can. I don't. But I don't know how to juggle. So I guess I could just make jokes about. No turkey legs turkey legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. kings <laughs> i don't know i get, got nothing get hauled it. off to be executed i got nothing well uh, we have been doing this for over an hour now so this is the time we're going to start wrapping up the show so if you would like to plug anything sir um anything you got going on anything you got friends you got some streamers that you know you got anything throw it out right here and then we'll start wrapping up the show oh my lord um so
1: i don't really do much obviously that's why i'm here wow (laughs) wow the only thing he does is crap all over my show i promote your show all the (laughs) hell thank you very much um so i i i do follow a bunch of streamers depending on you know what you like there's some that play a variety of video games uh hollows evie um you know nice little play on words there uh she's she's really good uh, she does a lot of variety streams, and I think she's doing a lot of horror games right now. Because oh, fun. It's, it's the day before Halloween. Halloween. Um, there's uh, Tiffy. She does ear eating ASMR mm. for the most part, but she does a bunch of other stuff. And I've never been a big fan of like the ear licking ASMR thing, but she's just like cool as shit. So like I go in there and I just bullshit with <laughs> just her, talk and, her in the That's community. Pretty cool. yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, there's you know. Plenty of people we know that stream. There's, you know, Will, who's been on the show earlier. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, true. There's uh, Tanner. Um, Tanner stream? Tanner streams. Oh, but what? he's not uh, He's not a partner yet. Oh. Uh, um, do you know Or Tamer he's same? not an affiliate yet, I should say. Uh, Viral Thrush. Oh. Wow. But it's two H's at the end, I think. Oh, okay. So, I'll have to look that uh, up.
2: Yeah.
0: Pull it in, tell him i He hasn't streamed in, in a long time, though. Boo! Um, I'm going to see Tanner. Together. He,
1: he used to uh, do a lot of, like, Valorant and, and things oh, like that. Um... But yeah, you definitely need to get him on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, you should
0: come on the show, Tanner. I know you're not listening to this, but you should come on the show. <laughs>
1: uh, we'll, we'll make him listen there to this episode. Go. Yeah, like tie him down in the back room. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's completely <laughs> legal. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of people, a lot of names that like I'd have to actually look at to remember. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, <clears throat> due to the pandemic, a lot of people's streaming schedules have changed. Mm-hmm. So like some of my closer friends who streamed, just haven't streamed in months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, you know, there's always, everything's going on with this pandemic, man. Yeah. One day we'll be out of it or we'll die. Um, (laughs) One or the other. Well, as promised, I told you there was going to be final questions. So I know I just asked you a whole bunch of questions, but this is my favorite question to ask. Uh, What is your favorite song right now? Favorite song right now?
1: The one that's stuck in my head right now is Kath from, um, God, what's the name of that band? (laughs) Uh, Death Cab for Cutie
0: yep. Death Cab for Cutie just pulled up I was looking it up yeah. for you Trying to help you out So Kath by Death Cab Death Cab for Cutie Why is that song Stuck in your head Just catchy It's
1: I don't know It's a really good song But it's also about Wuthering Heights Yeah So I don't know I, I, I just like that sort of stuff <laughs>
0: cool man cool so what i do is i take that song that take that song and i take every song that i get from people who sit in that chair and i put it on a playlist that playlist is called bitter and jaded the original motion picture soundtrack and i will put your song on there as well um and it's super fun it's super weird i doubt you've listened to it because you hate spotify but one day i'm gonna tie you down with tanner and you're both gonna listen to the playlist because it's awesome and i, I really enjoy it all the songs are super weird and i don't even think i know that Deathcap song so that'd be cool that'd be a cool listen that'd be a cool listen so my final question for you as promised is what is the worst mountain Dew flavor Worst Mountain Dew flavor?
1: Any of the diet ones, because I can't do anything diet. Uh, artificial sweetener does not agree with me. Um, but out of regular ones, I'd honestly say probably Pitch Black. Pitch Black. And I don't dislike Pitch Black, but it's probably the worst of them. Which one was Pitch Black? That's the grape one. Oh yeah, that one sucks. Actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answer. The original Voodoo. What that one taste like? Candy corn. Ew. No it didn't. Yes. No it didn't. I mean it was a it was a fake candy corn, but it was it was candy corn flavored. Ew. Because every Halloween they come out with a new one. Yeah. And like uh, Voodoo One was uh, was candy corn and it was not good.
0: Wow, oh, that sounds awful. Because that's actually my answer is uh, the new Voodoo One is awful. It's awful. It tastes like it. cotton candy and regret, and you can't tell me it doesn't. It's awful. Every time I see Jeremy with one, I'm like, ah, What are you doing? It's like, Oh, it's good. It's, good. it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Just because it's like seasonal doesn't mean it's good. I drink it every once in a while. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Oh man. So uh well thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been super fun. I had a really good time. I told you we'd have fun. We'd just sit around joking. I could literally do that question thing. I'm probably gonna do it for the rest of the time we work together because I just love doing it because it's just fun because we have such differing opinions. And, like, who knows if anyone else is going to like that bit, but I love it. So I can literally just call you all the time and like, hey, what do you feel about, how do you feel about, like, peanuts? You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Josh happens to know the secret to me is that I'm very opinionated about yes.
0: everything. Yes, And I love that because, see, I'm also opinionated, but my opinions are right. And so that's why we fight all the time because he thinks he's right as well. I think it comes with the name. You know what I mean? I think all Josh's are kind of just, like, kind of dicks. And so we just fight all the time. Very possible. <laughs> there can only be one. Um, but if you did there, have
1: that Josh fight out in the, the West. They
0: so. gave it to that little kid. Look here, look here. Let's bring that up right now. Look here. I got several text messages. Several text messages be like, Wow, are you really gonna let that kid do that? If I was there, I don't care. One, I don't think you should give I don't think you should ever give anyone like a participation trophy or anything. I'm glad you were there. I'm glad you showed up. That little kid could not take me in a fight. I could I would spark and kick that little kid. If we were doing this for real, I wouldn't win. I'm not gonna say there's probably some ripped Josh out there who fucking Juggles chainsaws or whatever. Um, But I could beat that little kid. You know, y'all weren't even trying. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Boo. That kid's going to live forever. He's he's never going to reach that goal now. He thinks he's the top Josh. He's got like a trophy saying it. Thanks, Facebook. Ruining lives. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know where that anger came from. But I literally, like, when that happened, I got like. I probably got like eight or nine text messages from different people just like wow you really just kind of let that and it would just be a picture of that kid and be like just them shaking their head be like i'm sorry I, did, I was working that day would you want me to fly out to wherever and just beat up this kid because i'll do it <laughs> i honestly like nobody even talked to me about it really so it's fine oh man see i don't know maybe it's because we give off different vibes mine's i will fight you and yours is like oh, it's fine they'll let the little kid win <laughs> But if you're out there and your name is not Josh You want to come on the show Please do Um, I have a website It's www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com Or you can email me directly at at gmail.com. It goes directly to my phone And we'll set something up Josh texted me about this day before yesterday And I wrote it up today So, you know It doesn't really take that much Granted, I know him very well. I'd like to get a little bit more information than, you know, Hi, My Name is Josh. But, you know, we had a good time either way because I'm so good at my job. Um, So I am going to end the show now on my favorite thing to do, which is musical musing. So I listen to a lot of music. You know this. I'm always listening to music. And what I do is I'll, I'll hear, like, a lyric or I'll hear something that sticks with me. This one, uh, I've been trying to actually sneak these guys on the list for a while, but I always forget. But this song is, like, unforgettable. Um, If you were ever, like, a little emo or, like, emo adjacent, you probably heard of this band. Uh, they're called uh, Mindless self Indulgence. <laughs> and I love them. I love them. But, like, I can't put, like, 90% of the songs on them because they're, like, ridiculous. They're ridiculous. But they're so hype, and I just, I don't know. Anyway, um, and the song, like, the song rules... And, like, the video is even better because the dude's, like, in retail and he's just, like, Shut punching me up. customers. Yeah. I yeah. Love... That's
1: actually Jonan Vasquez. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's The fantastic. creator of Invader Zim and Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and Squee. That's uh-huh. Jonan Vasquez. Really? Yeah. Punching
0: that, like, throwing that baby through that dude's chest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, what? after I found that out about it, like, I rewatched the video and you can see his influence on really? it. Really? Yeah. Because I watched that video this morning and now that I know that I'm going to rewatch it again. Anyway, spoilers. Uh, the song is Shut Me Up by Mindless Self-Indulgence and it says the bass, the rock, the mic, the treble. I like my coffee black just, just like, like my metal, metal. <laughs> and that's all rules i'm gonna put that on the playlist as well but again thanks josh for coming to my show it was a long time coming but i had a really really good time but it was really fun and it's gonna be uh yeah uh, like i said thanks and uh we're just gonna close this up i kind of messed up my outro but i don't care man i don't care <laughs> i will talk to you later okay buddy all right <laughs> bye